A very warm welcome this Monday evening, a warm Monday evening to Kappa Sports 2.0. I am your co-host, Alan Moore. I have with me three model global citizens, and I'm going to go through them in just one moment. What is happening around the world of sport right now? Quite a lot. Of course, there's um, action on the field today in Spanish La Liga. Right now, as I'm speaking, it is halftime between Levante and Sevilla. Sevilla, of course, chasing a Champions League spot, and it is nil-nil at half time um so what else uh serena williams she desperately wants to play in the u.s open the u.s open has been forced down the throats of tennis players officials and fans alike just like the ball that serena wanted to shove down the throat of a tennis official there a couple of years ago of course it is her former partner uh off the court and coach on the court patrick Moratoglu is doing her spokesmanship shall we say okay so i'm going to welcome straight into the show this evening without any further ado straight away out to chimen to mr andrew flint andrew a very warm welcome uh thank you very much how are you tonight alan I'm in great form, sunburned, but very, very good. <laughs> and over to Toronto to Alex B. Alex, how are you doing? Howdy. Sorry. <laughs> I started talking and my mic was muted. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> and of course, I'm going to say hello to Dublin and our legal eagle, Easel Cody. Easel, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm not sunburned and I haven't muted my mic. <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> All right. Um, our format today is going to be slightly different. I'm going to give you all two minutes to talk about what you want to talk about. I'm going to start off in Two Men in Siberia with Andrew Flint. Now, when I say go, you're going to go because you have a good news story from the world of English football. It's not um, English footballers messing up. It's not English fans rioting. It's not sex parties or sex dolls or anything like that. It's good news. And it's from your home city of Manchester. So you have two minutes starting now. It's good news because it is a footballer using their platform and influence for good. Marcus Rashford has, I'll be honest, become, and this is going to sound bad in a way, but he's become a star of this pandemic because he's the one who's showing responsibility. He has worked tirelessly to raise millions of pounds um, towards feeding school children who rely on government-assisted feeding at school and he's he's done it a sensible way he's not he wrote a letter and that's what's got the attention today but before he wrote the letter he didn't just wade in saying you should do this the government must raise these funds he sent tweets out to people around the country send me your videos tell me exactly how it's affecting you not just do you have enough money for your children to eat yes or no um and he gathered all this together he wrote a letter, and you can tell it from him. I'm gonna, it's going to be a compliment and a criticism in one. There were some mistakes, spelling mistakes, grammar mistakes in the letter, but it was him, and it was heartfelt. It was from representing the people. He was asking the government, in short, to reverse their decision to not run the free school lunches during the summer holidays. Would It affects up to 2 million children who are the officially, officially categorised as living in poverty. And the government today have come back, unfortunately, uh, saying we won't be doing this. Um, and this comes from the same government whose one of their chief ministers, Matt Hancock, um, came out and said footballers should be doing more. Footballers should be taking a paper. Footballers should set an example. Well, here is a footballer setting an example. And what is the government doing? They're responding opposite. But best of all, Marcus Rashford has said this isn't over. I'm not resting. I'm going to keep on fighting so that people who, like he, when he was a child, didn't have enough food. 
So he's going to keep going. Okay, Andrew, two minutes down. Well done. Of course, he, as you said, he mentioned about how he had to get um, help from food banks growing up and so on and so forth. And again, like you said, government minister complaining footballers aren't doing enough. Footballers doing something, but they're still cutting back. Wonderful. And again, it's something Marcus Rashford was doing quietly. And it shows that he is a leader and a real man of the people. So... Fingers crossed someone will listen to him. Andrew, thank you very much. Okay, we're going to go across the Briny Sea or Briny Ocean to uh, North America and to Toronto in Canada, where I hope he is. I'm going to use these two minutes to not clarify where exactly I am. Um, we're going to talk about, well, what's going on in the United States right now, all the, all the leagues. So the NBA is returning, and well, we already talked about it, it's returning, it's coming back. But however, uh, it's been halted by um, the players sort of being split between uh, the whole situation that's going on in America right now because uh, there is a movement in the NBA of players who don't want to return to play because they think that uh, they their whole like idea is that they shouldn't return to play basketball because it would be a distraction in this you know, period of time when, uh, well, they're calling for change for the, you know, Black Lives Matter movements, obviously, like all of that. Uh, so it's been started by Kyrie Irving, and it's been picked up by the likes of LeBron James and Anthony Davis and all these other players. Uh, however, uh, there's also players who want to come back, and they think that, that like, you know, Austin Rivers, he's uh, made this whole thing on Twitter, how he, um, he agrees with Kyrie Irving, but he thinks that they should return and play because, it would ultimately just put money in everybody's pockets and everybody would be happy. So that's kind of been going on in the NBA. Uh, the NHL is also restarting. Um, so they plan to come back on June 13th. They think that it's going to happen in Vegas. So they won't be going to Disney World with the, with the soccer players and the basketball players. If they restart, they're going to restart in Vegas. Uh, the MLB is still in very, uh, very tense sort of negotiations they haven't really come to a conclusion yet. Uh, they, the most recent proposal from the players' union has been uh, is likely to be rejected, but they've been rejecting sort of all their all the proposals that they've been giving each other. With the NBA players, is it a fifty-fifty split, or is one side having a, a, a sort of more weight than the other in terms of staying off court and coming back onto the court? Um, not all of the players have voiced their opinion on the matter. I don't think it's exactly 50-50, but I think there are uh, substantial sides to both of this. It's, oh, I mean, to, they're, both sides are pretty big. So they're going to have to resolve that before they return for sure. And plus, it's just the caliber of players that are that are disagreeing with coming back. Sorry. Kyrie Irving as well is, is, is quite a name to, to, to be calling that out, you know. Okay, uh, we're going off to Dublin to Eastolt, and she has a story about rugby. So Eastolt, I'm going to start the clock in just one moment and go. So I'm going to start by painting a picture. In Australia, players have had to take a pay cut of 60% for the remainder of the year. In England, Eddie Jones and his backroom staff for the English national team have agreed to a 25% pay cut. And across the Premiership, nearly universal 25% temporary wage cuts have been brought into place. In Ireland, there is a proposal where it is all funded by the IRFU, because it's a centrally funded system, that a 20% pay cut be taken. 
The difficulty is the Rugby Players Ireland group, which is the representative body for the rugby players, are unhappy about the fact that this information has come to light. Why they're unhappy about it, I'm not really sure, because everyone is taking pay cuts. And it gives rugby players a more human level where you're going, we're all in this boat together. But instead, because somebody decided to hit the wrong button on their email, the way they always tell you to check who you're copying, it got into the public domain. The cynical amongst us, me included, would probably suggest that this was a very good way if you were working for a sports representative body of putting it out there and going, isn't this unfair? The difficulty is everyone is going 20%. That's really not that bad, boys. When was the last time you played a match? So my two minutes, I would put my 50 cent in as being, I think they deserve a pay cut like the rest of us have to. And I think they should be very happy with their 20% as opposed to the average, which seems to be 25. I'm waiting for you to ring a bell. I'm determined not to go over. I have a <laughs> Oh, you're perfect. Perfect. Perfect, Cecil. Perfect. Uh, it, it is something that I saw like with the baseball players when they, <clears throat> you know, they were told the season's been cut in half. You're also taking an extra 20%. And every time the Major League uh, Baseball owners um, gave an offer and the baseball players came back with something, the counter offer from the baseball uh, club owners went lower again. And then the baseball players were like, oh no, we want this. Okay, we'll agree to this. And they just kept low-balling them, low-balling them. Low. Right now, as Alex B said, it's just unbelievable what's happening in, in, in Major League Baseball. Uh, we can feel sorry for everyone and go, oh, you're taking a big pay cut, etc. But at the same time, you have to go, rugby players are in a position where they should all be fit and healthy. Going back into their next season, there's no one's going to be injured. They all have the best possible opportunity to be starting. So I think cribbing over a 20% pay cut in the current climate will not go down well. Andrew, uh, you've got 30 seconds to comment on anything <coughs> that the other two, our other two colleagues have mentioned. Away you go, go. Well, complaining about a 20% wage cut, I mean, that's an easy target. That's just dipping it up there for me. Um, I mean, they, the salaries that they earn are not remotely comparable to football, but we're not arguing about who, which sport earns more. Some people, a lot of people, have lost jobs left, right, centre. I think they don't even have anything at all. This is, a, this is a free, this is a gift. This is positive PR laid on a plate for you. Say, just like Esau said, I agree entirely. So they're idiots. Okay, very good. Alex B, anything you'd like to go back on that people have said or you want to add something yourself to your story? Oh, I mean, the, first of all, let's just talk a bit, a bit about the NBA. The, um, I just think that this, again, I'm just going to, like, I don't think the players should be, it should be, people should think that Kyrie Irving is at fault here or, like, any of these people are doing anything wrong because, you know, they're doing what they believe in and, I can't disagree with what they're doing, especially with the history of racism in the United States. Uh, that's the first thing. And the second thing about baseball is that, yeah, it's kind of been back and forth. Every um, proposal has been sort of sent in the trash and that's, that's been going on. So I think all, I think that they, they talk about returning like in the, in June, July, but I think it's going to be postponed. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be August. For mo most of the leagues. <coughs> Esau, a uh, quick question with, you, with, with, the, with the, this issue in America with Black Lives Matter. We had another shooting, of course, this weekend with a man who was 
drunk and in a Wendy's drive-thru, he's in the line in the drive-thru in a restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia, um, where he's been handcuffed. Uh, everything's very, very calm. He was, he was shot. Uh, after he had pulled the taser out of the hands of the police officer, shot the police officer with the taser, went to run away, and then was shot himself. Is it a fact that the, the US police are a bit too free and easy with their guns? I don't think that can be in any way in, in doubt. I think their level of what is firstly allowed or given as guidance for them in terms of how to deal with people resisting arrest or in the case of George Floyd, not resisting arrest whatsoever. Um, I think the parameters are entirely wrong. And I think you also need to remember the person, it, it's completely subjective. You're explaining to someone what necessary or unnecessary levels of force are. And you have someone who's a big burly guy and is holding someone down and he, him applying the same force as the next officer isn't the same thing. I think the difficulty is what they're taught to do. Uh, it, just, it, just, it, it just seems such a mess, but there's so much going on that everything's being you know, mixed up. Um, Andrew, moving on to, to you right away. With the uh, Spanish league is back, uh, Messi uh, has scored now, first player to score 20 goals per season in 12, like 12 seasons in a row. Is he the greatest of all time or is it Georgie Best? Well, of course, Georgie Best is, it goes without saying. Um, it's just a competition for second place, but there's no shame in that whatsoever. Um, for me, I have to say yes, because he's the one I've seen in my lifetime. I didn't see Diego Maradona in his prime. Um, for pure talent, Maradona and Messi are the most talented. Um, and the, the, this is the thing. You say, who is the best? You have to define what the best means, in my view, because there are so many interpretations of it. And people just, instead of trying to define what they mean by best, they just bludgeon ahead with their version. You say, the most complete player, the most uh, statistically impressive player. Um, Romario scored a 1,000 goals. That's, that's more than most footballers have scored. That doesn't necessarily in itself make him better. But for me, it's pure talent. It's got to be, if you want to be the best, it's something that nobody else has. Anybody can work at being an athlete, but to be the best footballer, you've got to have the brains, the intelligence and the talent. And for me, he does have the best individual talent I've ever seen. So I would have to say, I would have to say he is. Brilliant basketball player you've ever seen that didn't win an NBA championship? Immediately the first person I think of is Allen Iverson. Um, you know, I've talked about him before. Uh, he came into the league. He was, you know, he wasn't the tallest guy, but he was just very, like, he was so athletic. He was number one pick, but he just didn't have, you know, he didn't have a lot of help, which is why he didn't win any championships. And he just had to face the Lakers in their prime. But it was just a very, it was just a great story. I would have almost said that Kevin Garnett was there, up there, about, but he won a championship with the hated Celtics. With the Celtics, yeah. yes. The hated Celtics, that's what you have to say. The hated, yeah. The hated <laughs> Celtics. Quick question for you before we do our 30-second roundup. The most talented uh, fullback in rugby you've ever seen? Oh, that, you see, that's difficult. Because you also have to then factor in what type of play you put them under. You're never going to see anyone, and I hate to say it, as good as Rob Kearney under a dropping ball because of his Gaelic football play. But then he only has two steps after that. Yeah. Oh, this is... Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible question, okay? Andrew, because I've got Rob Kearney in my head as the head of the Rugby Players International Group. <laughs> However, can I just point out that the best footballer of all time is not Messi. It is Ray Houghton. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm outnumbered here, so I can't argue. 
Okay. <laughs> we've got we've got come to 30, 30 second roundup. So um, I'm going to start off actually today with Esol straight away. Do you have to be a horse to be a jockey? Do you have to be a horse to be a jockey? Yeah. Oh God, this is some sort of crazy riddle. Well, you know what I mean. You know, it's like, do you have to be a soccer player to be a coach? No. I don't think so because I think you can see the proof is in that some of the best coaches um, have an understanding of tactics, of dealing with players and of planning in a way that someone who's often in a game can't see. It's why some of the best coaches in boxing have never boxed. And as well as that, Israel Dagg is my answer for best fullback because he's my favourite. Okay, very good. Andrew, straight over to you. Uh, Same question. Do you have to be... uh, a horse to become a jockey. It can help in some circumstances, but Esau, as usual, is absolutely spot on. Um, of course, it, it's it's irrelevant the number of minutes you've played in the game. It can it can happen. You know, Brian Clough was a very good player. Alex Ferguson scored bucket loads of goals in Scotland. Not necessarily best ever's, but um, of course, it, of course, it doesn't have to happen. Is the answer you don't have to be a horse. And um, Vaughan going is the best fullback of all time. Okay, very good. Alex B, uh, final 30 seconds for you because we are running out of time. Alex, um, Donald Trump said he will not watch any NFL or soccer matches where players take a knee for the American flag. Would you take a knee for Donald Trump and the American flag? Uh, if I was an NFL, yeah. if I was a professional athlete right now, yeah. yes. Yes, I would. You would take a, you would take a knee for the flag? I, don't, uh, I, would take, I would take a knee to support my teammates. I would take a need to, you know, to acknowledge the, you know, oh, that's the same reason why, you know, Baker Mayfield, all those guys are all saying that they're going to take a knee. You know, like, like it's it's just stupid at this point not to acknowledge everything that's been going on. Alex, thank you for that.